Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam Tirmidhi. The Book of Janaiz. Chapter on what has been related about reward for the sick. Aisha narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer is not afflicted by the prick of a thorn or what is worse or greater than that, except that by it Allah raises him in rank and removes sin from him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In this narration, pain or suffering greater or less than a prick of a thorn means even small pain or suffering. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Nothing afflicts the believer, whether fatigue, grief, disease, even a worry that concerns him, except that by it Allah removes something from his bad deeds. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Any type of pain or suffering for a Muslim is not merely pain or grief, but it is also a cause of Allah's blessing. Due to this pain or suffering, sins are forgiven and the status in paradise is elevated. Chapter on what has been related about visiting the sick. Thoban narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed the Muslim remains in the khurfa, harvest, of paradise, while he visits his brother Muslim. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote Regarding khurfa, see Hadith number 968 Another chain from Thoban who narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said similarly but he added in it they said what is the khurfa of paradise and he said it's harvest This hadith is graded sahih or authentic Comments When a Muslim goes to visit some sick person he gets reward from Allah Each of his steps bring him reward from Allah Thuwayr, and he is Ibn Abi Fakhitah, narrated that his father said, Ali took me by the hand and said, Come with us to pay a visit to Al-Hasan. So we found that Abu Musa was with him. Ali, peace be upon him, said, O Abu Musa, did you come to visit the sick or merely stop by to visit? He said, No, to visit the sick. So Ali said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, no Muslim visits the sick Muslim in the morning except that 70,000 angels send salat upon him until the evening. And he does not visit at night except that 70,000 angels send salat upon him until the morning. And there will be a garden for him in paradise. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments When a Muslim goes to visit a sick person and consoles him and says some good words to solace his feelings, he gets reward from Allah. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition against wishing for death. Harith ibn Mudarrib said, I entered upon Kebab and he had been cauterized on his stomach. He said, I do not know of any of the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him who met with the trial I have met with. Indeed, I could not find a dirham during the time of the Prophet peace be upon him and now outside my house there are 40,000. If it were not that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade us, or forbade 
from wishing for death than I would wish for it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Praying for death is a sign of weakness of faith in Allah. In the times of difficulties and hardships, being patient brings reward from Allah, and it is a cause of an increase of status in paradise. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said that, a hadith similar to hadith number 970. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about seeking refuge for the sick. Abu Sa'id narrated that Jibreel came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Muhammad, are you suffering? He said, Yes. He said, In the name of Allah, I recite a prayer, Rughia, over you, from everything that harms you, from the evil of every person and evil eye. In the name of Allah, I recite a prayer, Rughia, over you. May Allah cure you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abdul Aziz bin Suhaib said, Thabit al-Bunani and I entered upon Anas bin Malik. And Thabit said, O Abu Hamza, I am suffering from an illness. So Anas said, Shall I not recite the rughya of the Messenger of Allah over you? He said, Why, yes. He said, O Allah, Lord of mankind, remove the harm and cure him. Indeed, you are the one who cures. There is none who cures except you, a cure that leaves no disease. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments These narrations prove that health is from Allah and being healthy or sick in every condition and in every situation, one has to pray to Allah alone, as only Allah cures the sick. Offering to recite rughya for someone is not prohibited and it is not against faith. Chapter on what has been related that encourages the will. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, A Muslim man has no right to spend two nights while he has something to will, except while his will is recorded with him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments it is agreed upon that if someone has some entrusted things of others, or he is indebted, or he owes something to anyone, he must write a will. If he does not owe anything to anyone, then it is not necessary to write a will. Chapter on what has been related about a will for a third and a fourth. Sa'ad bin Malik said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came to visit me while I was sick. He said, Do you have a will? I said, Yes. He said, For how much? I said, All of my wealth, for the cause of Allah. He said, What did you leave for your children? He, Sa'ad said, They are rich in goodness. He said, Will a tenth. He, Sa'ad said, He, peace be upon him, continued decreasing it until he said, Will a third, and a third is too great. One of the narrators, Abdurrahman said, we considered it recommended that it be less than a third, since the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, and a third is too great. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments One can bequeath up to one-third of his total property. If he bequeaths less than that, it is commendable. According to the Ahnaf, if the deceased has no heir, he can bequeath more than one-third of his total property. Rad al-Mukhtar, volume 6, page 652. 
Most of the scholars hold that to bequeath more than one-third is not approved or lawful. Sahih Muslim, Volume 2, Page 39 Chapter on What has been related about instructing the sick when dying and supplicating for him. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Instruct your dying to say, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Um Salama narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to us, When you attend to the sick or dying, then say only good. For indeed the angels say Ameen to what you say. She said, When Abu Salama died, I went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, Abu Salama has died. He said, Then say, O Allah, forgive me and him, and give me a good replacement for him. She said, I said that, and Allah gave a replacement that was better than him, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Whoever goes to visit a sick person, he should pray for his health, and whoever goes to visit or participate in a funeral of someone, he should pray for forgiveness and blessings of Allah for the deceased. Because when someone asks for Allah's blessings, the angels say Ameen. On such occasions, one should not talk about useless matters. Chapter on what has been related about the severity of death. Aisha narrated, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, while he was dying. He had a cup with water in it. He put his hand in the cup, then wiped his face with the water. Then he said, O oh Allah, help me with the throes of death and the agony of death. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Ghamarat and Sakarat are plurals for Ghamarah and Sakarah, respectively, and both mean throes and agony of death. Aisha narrated, I was not envious of anyone whose death was easy after I saw the severity of the death of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote The hadiths relating of the severity of the death of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, means if an easy death was a good thing, then the Prophet, peace be upon him, was the most worthy of people to have an easy death. So Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, does not consider it bad that someone experiences the severity of death, nor does she envy anyone who dies without such severity. See Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi Comments The painful death or severity of illness is not a sign of bad or evil in the hereafter, and easy death or painless illness is not a sign of good reward in the hereafter. Al-Qama narrated, I heard Abdullah saying, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, The believer's soul seeps out, and I do not like the death like that of a donkey. They said, And what is the death of the donkey? He said, A sudden death. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, sought exclusion from sudden death because in such a death there is no chance of asking Allah's forgiveness. Chapter on regarding the virtue of good deeds at the ends of the day and the night. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There is nothing that the two guardian angels raise to Allah that they have preserved in a day or night, 
and Allah finds good in the beginning of the scroll and in the end of the scroll, except that Allah Most High says, Bear witness that I have forgiven my servant for what is included in the scroll. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments This narration is a clear proof that a Muslim whose deeds in the start and at the end of the day are good and in accordance with the divine law, his bad deeds of the middle day are forgiven and pardoned. That is to say, it can be inferred from this narration that when the deeds in the beginning of the day and in the end of the day are in accordance to Islamic faith, then he is forgiven. Chapter on what has been related about dying with sweat on one's brow. Abdullah bin Buraida narrated from his father that the Prophet peace be upon him said, the believer dies with sweat on his brow. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments 1. The life of a Muslim is a continuous struggle for legitimate and lawful earnings and sustenance, and he strives for righteousness and regularly observes religious commands. 2. At the time of death, sweat on the brow is a sign of being a true Muslim. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, volume 2, page 128, and Al-Taliqat al-Salafiyya ala al-Nisa'i. Chapter on Hope in Allah and Fear of One's Sins in the Presence of Death Thabit narrated from Anas that the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered upon a young man while he was dying. So he said, How do you feel? He said, By Allah, O Messenger of Allah, indeed I hope in Allah and I fear from my sins. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, These two will not be gathered in a worshipper's heart at a time such as this, except that Allah will grant him what he hopes and make him safe from what he fears. This hadith is greeted Hassan or good. Comments Fear and hope are two essential parts of a Muslim's belief. When he views his sins, he is afraid of accountability and tries to keep himself away from sins. And when he looks at the grace and bounty of Allah, he is hopeful of forgiveness. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to announce one's death. An-Nai Abdullah narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Beware of An-Nai, for indeed announcing one's death is from the deeds of Jahiliyyah. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Another chain from Abdullah from the Prophet peace be upon him, similar to hadith number 984 but he did not narrate it in marfu'a form and he did not mention in it an nai is announcing of one's death this hadith is graded ta'if or weak Bilal bin Yahya al-Anbasi narrated that Hudayfa bin al-Yaman said when I die do not announce about me to anyone indeed I fear that it would be an nai and I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibiting from An-Na'i. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments An-Na'i means to give or announce the information of someone's death as the Prophet, peace be upon him, announced the news of An-Najashi's death or the news of Zayd and Jafar's deaths. There are three aspects of such announcements. One to inform the relatives and friends, etc. 
this type of announcement is allowed. 2. To inform the people and invite them as a symbol of pride and status. This is an unbecoming thing and it is disapproved. 3. Announcement of the death in a way as the people used to do in the period of Jahiliya. This type of announcement is of two types. A. In the era of Jahiliya, when a rich person or a person of status died, they used to send a person to different tribes to announce his death with the beat of the drum. B. When a person of status or a rich person dies, they used to call the lamenting woman who would cry on the death and would pronounce the important deeds of the deceased. This kind of announcement of death was for the sake of pride and vanity. This is prohibited. Just informing the friends and relatives is allowed. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 2, Page 129 and Fath al-Bara, Volume 3, Page 151. Chapter on what has been related about patience is to be observed at the first stroke of the calamity. Anas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Real patience is at the first stroke of the calamity. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote See hadith number 1061. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Real patience is at the first stroke of the calamity. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Real patience and tolerance is at the first stroke of the calamity because the time heals the shock and one cannot remain in a state of wailing and mourning all the time. A believer who submits to the decision of Allah is always patient. Chapter on what has been related about kissing the dead. Al-Qasim bin Muhammad narrated from Aisha, The Prophet, peace be upon him, kissed Uthman bin Mav'un when he died, and he was crying. Or, he, one of the narrators said, his eyes were brimming with tears. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments A Muslim is chaste, pure and clean during his life and remains in the same state after his death. It is agreed upon that out of love and out of honor, kissing a deceased person is allowed, as Abu Bakr kissed the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he died, and no one objected to his action. Chapter on what has been related about washing the dead. Um Atiyah narrated, one of the daughters of the Prophet, peace be upon him, died. So he said, wash her an odd number of times, three, or five, or more than that, as you see fit. Wash her with water and sidr, and in the last washing, add camphor, or something from camphor. When you are finished, then inform me. When we finished, we informed him, so he gave us his waist sheet and said, Wrap her in it. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments it is necessary and essential to give a bath to the deceased properly and according to Islamic law. Then the deceased should be shrouded and buried after performing the funeral prayer. Chapter on what has been related about using musk when washing the dead. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said the best scent is the perfume of musk. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic.
Abu Sa'id narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about musk and he said, It is the best of your perfumes. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Perfuming the deceased is sunnah and musk is the best perfume. Its use is lawful and approved. If camp for is available, it should be preferred. Chapter on what has been related about performing ghusl for the one who has washed the deceased. Abu Hurairah narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Ghusl for one who washed him and wudu for one who carried him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The four imma and most of the people agree upon this issue, that taking a bath after washing the deceased is not obligatory, but if a bath is taken, it is good and making ablution is essential. Sharh al-Muhadhab, Volume 5, page 186 Chapter on what has been related about what is recommended for shrouding. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Wear the white among your garments, for indeed they are among the best of your garments, and shroud your dead in them. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments It is unanimously agreed that white cloth is recommended for shrouding. Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, Volume 2, page 133 Chapter on Ordering the Believer to Shroud His Brother with the Best Abu Qatada narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When one of you shrouds his brother, then let him use the best of his shrouds. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The deceased should be given a shroud according to the status he holds in this world. Using costly cloth for shroud is against the sunnah. In spite of having the ability of providing a suitable shroud, giving a cheap one is also disapproved. Chapter on what has been related about how many shrouds were used for the Prophet peace be upon him. Hisham bin Urwa narrated from his father that Aisha said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, was shrouded in three white Yemeni cloths. There was no shirt nor turban among them. He said, so they mentioned the saying of the others to Aisha, that there were two garments and a habir burd. She said, a burd was brought, but they refused it and they did not shroud him in it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote, see hadith number 859. The Habir burd is a Yemeni burd, type of garment or cloth, with designs on it. See, An-Nihaya. Comments, using three pieces of cloth for shroud is recommended. There should be no shirt in these three pieces, though the use of a shirt as a shroud is not prohibited or disapproved. The Prophet, peace be upon him, gave a shirt to the son of Abdullah bin Ubay, to include it in the shroud. Sharh al-Muhaddab, volume 5, page 193. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, shrouded Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib in one cloth of Namirah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote A cloth of Namirah is a wrap made of wool or otherwise with white and black designs. See, Tuhfat al-Ahwadi. Comments 
Three pieces of cloth are legislated for a male as it has been explained. But if three pieces of cloth are not available, one piece will suffice. A female should be shrouded in five pieces of cloth, a lower wrap, shirt, two other pieces, and one head cover. Al-Mughni, Volume 5, page 392. Chapter on what has been related about preparing food for the family of the deceased. Abdullah ibn Ja'far said, When the news of the death of Ja'far came, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Prepare some food for the family of Ja'far, for indeed something has happened to them that will keep them busy. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This narration proves that it is an obligation upon neighbors or friends to prepare food for the deceased's family, because due to their own preplexed and unavoidable situation, they are unable to cook food for themselves. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition of slapping the cheeks and tearing the clothes during a calamity. Abdullah narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He who slaps his cheeks, tears his clothes, and calls with the calls of Jahiliyyah is not one of us. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments it is natural to feel sad upon the death of a loved one and sometimes tears roll on cheeks with grief. It is but natural, and faith does not hinder the flow of sentiments. Sometimes some people go beyond the limits. They cry, they tear off their clothes, they rip out their hair, and do many other things to show their grief. It is unlawful to behave this way. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to wail. Ali bin Rabi'ah al-Asadi said, A man died among the Ansar named Qaradah bin Ka'b, and he was being wailed over. So Al-Mughira bin Shu'bah came and ascended the minbar. He uttered thanks and praise to Allah, and he said, As for the gravity of wailing in Islam, indeed I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, The one who is wailed over is punished as long as he is being wailed over. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments On the death of a dear one weeping and crying is a sign that the deceased is loved. Sometimes of love and grief are noble feelings. But crying and wailing, doing meaningless things and narrating false attributes of the deceased while wailing are not allowed. It is unlawful and prohibited. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There are four matters in my nation that are from the matters of Jahiliyyah which the people will not leave. Wailing, slandering one's lineage, Al-Adwa, a camel gets mange, so 100 camels get mange, but who gave the first camel mange? And Al-Anwa, saying, We got rain because of this or that celestial positioning. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote Regarding Al-Adwa, as it is explained, it is the belief that a disease is contagious all by itself. Comments Al-Adwa is an infectious disease. This statement makes it clear that the thinking of the people of Jahiliyyah was wrong and disease did not pass to another animal by itself, but goes to another animal by the will of Allah. As the first person gets some disease with the will of Allah, the same way the second and third get the disease by the will of Allah. Chapter on 
what has been related about it being disliked to cry over the deceased. Umar bin al-Khattab narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The deceased is punished for the crying of his family over him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Musa bin Abi Musa al-Ash'ari narrated from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No one dies and they stand over him crying and saying, Oh, what a great man he was! Oh, how respectful he was! Except that two angels are appointed for him to poke him saying, Is that you? This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Imam al-Tirmidhi has explained the narration of Umar and clarified the weeping by which the deceased is punished and tortured. Crying with a loud voice, wailing and ripping out one's hair, narrating false attributes of the deceased and saying untrue things about him during wailing, all this brings punishment to the dead. Chapter on what has been related about the permission for crying over the deceased. Yahya bin Abdurrahman narrated from Ibn Umar that the Prophet peace be upon him said, the deceased is punished for the crying of his family over him. So Aisha said, may Allah have mercy upon him. He has not lied, but he is mistaken. It is only that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said about a Jewish man who died. The deceased is being punished and his family is crying over him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, took Abdurrahman bin Auf by the hand and went with him to his son Ibrahim. He found him in the last breaths, so he took him and put him on his lap and cried. Abdurrahman said to him, You cry? Didn't you prohibit your followers from crying? He said, No, but I prohibited two foolish immoral voices, a voice during a calamity while clawing at one's face and tearing one's clothes, and shaitan's scream. And there is more that is stated in the hadith. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments this narration proves that weeping in a low voice or shedding tears is not prohibited, but lamenting, wailing, and crying are prohibited. Abdullah bin Abi Bakr, and he is Ibn Muhammad bin Amr bin Hazm, narrated from his father that Amrah informed him that she heard Aisha while it was being mentioned to her that Ibn Umar has said that the deceased would be punished for the crying of the living over him. So Aisha said, May Allah forgive Abu Abdurrahman. He has not lied, but he has either forgotten or he is mistaken in the understanding. Rather, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, passed by a Jewish woman who was being cried over. So he said, they are crying over her and she is being punished in her grave. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Aisha made it clear that the Jewish woman was being punished in the grave due to her disbelief and not due to crying and lamenting over her death by her relatives. Chapter on what has been related about walking in front of the deceased being carried for the funeral. Salem narrated that his father said, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr and Umar walking in front of the funeral. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. 
Salim bin Abdullah narrated that his father said, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr and Umar walking in front of the funeral. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. As Zuhri said, the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr and Umar would walk in front of the funeral. As Zuhri said, Salim informed me that his father would walk in front of the funeral. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Walking on any side of the funeral is allowed and lawful. All agree on this point. Anas bin Malik narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would walk in front of the funeral, as did Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Chapter on what has been related about walking behind the deceased being carried for the funeral. Yahya, the Imam of Banu Tamillah, narrated from Abu Majid from Abdullah bin Mas'ud who said, We asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about walking behind the funeral. He said, Less than a trot. For if he was good, then you will be hastening him to it, goodness. And if he was evil, then it is only an inhabitant of the fire that is being taken away. The funeral is to be followed. The one who precedes it shall not have the reward of those who follow it. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote 1. Regarding the statement, he said less than a trot, meaning walk quickly but not as fast as a trot. 2. The statement, the one who precedes it shall not have the reward of those who follow it, that is, he does not get rewarded. See, Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi. Comments Accompanying a funeral is just to carry the deceased to the graveyard, and for this purpose, any convenient way can be adopted. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to ride behind the funeral. Thoban narrated, We went with the Prophet, peace be upon him, following a funeral. He saw people riding, so he said, Are you not ashamed? Indeed, Allah's angels are on their feet, while you are on the backs of your beasts. He said, There are narrations on this topic from Al-Mughira bin Shu'bah and Jabir bin Samura. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Without any genuine reason, going with a funeral on a mount is not correct. Sharh al-Muhaddab, volume 5, page 279. If someone is riding with a funeral, he should remain behind the funeral. Chapter on what has been related about permitting riding behind the funeral. Jabir bin Samura narrated, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, following the funeral of Ibn al-Dahdah, and he was on a horse that was walking quickly, and we were around him, and he was trotting. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Yatawakkas means trotting or walking with small steps. Jabir bin Samura narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, followed the funeral of Ibn al-Dahdah walking, and he returned on horseback. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments 
This narration proves that returning from a funeral after burying the dead on a mount is allowed and correct, and there is no difference of opinion on this issue. Al-Mughni, Volume 2, page 397 Chapter on what has been related about haste for the funeral procession. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Hurry up with the funeral procession, for if it was good, you are advancing it to good, and if it was evil, then you are taking it off of your necks. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Without any consideration that the deceased is a pious person or sinful and a wrongdoer, haste should be made to prepare the body for burial and brought to the graveyard quickly without any delay. Chapter on what has been related about those killed at Uhud and mention of Hamza. Anas bin Malik narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came to Hamza on the day of Uhud. He stood over him and saw that he had been mutilated. He said, Had it not been that Safiya would be distressed, then I would have left him to be eaten by the beasts until he was gathered on the day of judgment from their stomachs. He said, Then he called for a namirah to shroud him with. When it was extended over his head, it left his feet exposed. And when it was extended over his feet, it left his head exposed. He said, There were many dead and few cloths. He said, One, two, and three men were shrouded in one cloth and buried in one grave. He said, So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was asking which of them knew the most Qur'an so he could put him toward the Qibla. He said, So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, buried them and he did not perform funeral prayers for them. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments This narration is a proof that the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not perform the funeral prayer of the martyrs of Uhud. The issue of the performing of funeral prayer of martyrs will be discussed in a forthcoming chapter. Religious scholars and those who have learnt the Qur'an by heart are honorable and respected in this world, and their respect will remain after their death. Chapter on Something else regarding the Sunnah for visiting the sick and attending the funeral. Anas bin Malik narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would visit the sick, attend the funerals, ride a donkey, accept the invitation of a slave, and on the day of Bani Qurayza, he was on a donkey muzzled with a cord of fibers and a pack saddle made of fibers. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments There are many narrations which prove that the attitude of the Prophet, peace be upon him, with his companions was very affectionate and kind. He always participated in their joys and grief and he never made any difference between rich and poor. He participated in all occasions of his companions. Whatever mount was available, he used it. Chapter 1 Where are the prophets to be buried? Aisha narrated, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, died, they disagreed over where to bury him. So Abu Bakr said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Something which I have not forgotten. He said, Allah does not take the life of a prophet except at the location in which he wants him to be buried. So they buried him at the spot of his bed. This hadith is graded sahih or 
authentic. Comments This narration proves that the body of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was buried in his room, and this was the perfect and appropriate place for his burial. According to Aisha, there was a reason behind this will of Allah. If he had been buried in a graveyard, the people would have started worshipping him. Today we see people performing acts of shirk at the graves of the pious people. Chapter on something else regarding the order to mention good things about the deceased and to refrain from mentioning their evil. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Mention good things about your dead and refrain from mentioning their evil. This hadith is greeted ta'if or weak. Comments Good and noble characteristics of the pious and righteous should be publicized so the masses could follow them and if by chance there is a shortcoming in their character, it should be concealed. It is not proper to make it public. Chapter on what has been related about sitting before the deceased is placed in the grave. Ubadah bin As-Samit said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, follows a corpse, he would not sit until the deceased was placed in the lahd. A rabbi came upon him and said, This is what we do, O Muhammad. He said, So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sat, and he said, Differ from them. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Imam Abu Qadama writes that whoever goes with the funeral, he should not sit until the deceased is placed on the ground. Chapter on the virtue in the calamity when one patiently seeks a reward for it. Abu Sinan said, I buried my son Sinan and Abu Talha al-Khawlani was sitting on the rim of the grave. When I wanted to leave, he took me by my hand and said, Shall I not inform you of some good news, O Abu Sinan? I said, Of course. He said, Ad-Dahak bin Abdurrahman bin Arzab narrated to me from Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When a child of the slave of Allah dies, Allah says to the angels, Have you taken my slave's child? They reply, Yes. He says, Have you taken the fruits of his work? They reply, Yes. So he says, What did my slave say? They reply, He praised you and mentioned that to you is the return. So Allah says, Build a house in paradise for my slave and name it the house of praise. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Children are very dear to parents and it is very difficult to be patient on their death. But the people who submit to the will of Allah and bear the grief get reward from Allah and their place is in paradise. Chapter on what has been related about the takbir for the funeral prayer. Abu Huraira narrated the Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed and in the funeral prayer, he, for a Najashi, said four takbirs. He said, there are narrations on this topic from Ibn Abbas, Ibn Abi Awfa, Jabir, Anas, and Yazid bin Thabit. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abdurrahman bin Abi Layla said, Zayd bin Arqam, would say four takbirs for our funerals. Once he said five takbirs for a funeral, so we asked him about that, and he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would say those takbirs. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic.
Comments According to the Hanabils, more than seven and less than four takbirs are not lawful for a funeral prayer. It is approved to say four takbir in a funeral prayer. Chapter on what is to be said in the Salah for the deceased. Abu Ibrahim al-Ashhali narrated from his father who said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would perform the Salah for the funeral, he would say, Allahumma ghfir lahayyina wa mayyitina wa shahidina wa ghaibina wa saghirina wa kabirina wa dhakarina wa unthana O Allah, forgive our living and our deceased, our present and our absent, our young and our old, our male and our female. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Auf bin Malik said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, while he was performing salah for a deceased person. I could hear him saying in his prayer, Allahumma ghfir lahu warhamhu, waghsilhu bil barad, waghsilhu kama yughsilu thawb. O Allah, forgive him, have mercy upon him, and wash him with snow or ice, and wash him just as a garment is washed. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments There are various supplications and invocations for the funeral prayer which the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited. Sometimes he recited these invocations loudly and his companions have preserved them, learning them by heart. Maybe the Prophet, peace be upon him, did it for that reason and the companions preserved these supplications because the main purpose of the funeral prayer is to ask Allah's blessings for the deceased. Chapter on what has been related about the recitation of Fatihat al-Kitab for the funeral prayer. Ibn Abbas narrated the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited Fatihat al-Kitab for a funeral prayer. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Talha bin Abdullah bin Auf narrated Ibn Abbas performed salah for a funeral and he recited Fatihat al-Kitab. So I asked him about it and he said, It is from the Sunnah or from the completeness of the Sunnah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments It is proven from various narrations that in a funeral prayer after the first takbir, Surah Al-Fatiha, and some other part of the Noble Qur'an is recited, but it is not clear from any narration whether supplications of praise are recited or not. Chapter on How to Perform Salah for the Deceased and Interceding for Him Marthat bin Abdullah al-Yazani narrated when Malik bin Hubayrah performed salah for a funeral and the people were few, he would divide them into three groups, rows, then say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, For whomever three rows perform salah, then it is granted. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote The statement, For whomever three rows perform salah, then it is granted, means, then paradise is granted to him. In the narration recorded by Abu Dawood, see hadith number 1059 as well. Aisha narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, No one among the Muslims dies, and Salah is performed for him by a community of Muslims reaching 100 
and they intercede, supplicate for him, except that their intercession for him is accepted. In his narration, Ali bin Hujur said, 100 or more than that. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In the light of various narrations, it is proven that if in the funeral prayer of a Muslim, the number of participants exceeds 100 or 40, or there are more than three rows, and they pray to Allah sincerely, Allah forgives the deceased. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to pray the funeral salah while the sun is rising and while it is setting. Uqba bin Amir al-Juhani narrated, There are three times that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited us from performing salah in, or burying our dead in. When the sun's rising appears until it has risen up, when the sun is at the zenith until it passes, and when the sun begins its setting until it has set. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, and Imam Awza'i, and most of the scholars agree that the three times mentioned in the narration are not proper times for the funeral prayer. Chapter on what has been related about Salah for the funerals of children. Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the rider is to be behind the funeral procession, and the walker where he wishes, and the child should be prayed over. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments If a child is born and its cry is heard, or by any means it is proven that the child was alive at the time of birth, it is agreed upon that the child will be given a bath and a funeral prayer will be performed for it before burial. If a baby is miscarried, after four months of pregnancy and parts of its body are already formed, then, according to Imam Ahmed, Sa'id bin Musayyib, Ibn Sirin, and Ishaq, the child will be given a bath and a funeral prayer will be performed for it before burial. Chapter on what has been related about not performing the Salah for the child until one is sure he was alive at birth. Jabir narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the child is not prayed over, nor does he inherit, nor is he inherited from until one is sure he was alive at birth. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about salah for the deceased in the masjid. Aisha narrated, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed salah over Suhail bin al-Baydah in the masjid. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments According to Imam al-Shafi'i, Imam Ahmed and Ishaq, performing the funeral prayer in the mosque is lawful and approved because Umar performed the funeral prayer for Abu Bakr in the mosque and Suhaib too performed Umar's funeral prayer in the mosque. Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, Volume 2, page 146 Chapter 1 what has been related about where the Imam is to stand for the man and for the woman. Abu Ghalib narrated, I prayed for the funeral of a man with Anas bin Malik. So he stood parallel to his head. Then they came with the body of a woman from the Quraysh. They said, O Abu Hamza, perform the prayer for her. So he stood parallel to her waist. Al-A'la bin Ziyad said to him, 
Is this how you saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, standing in the place for the funeral as you did for her, and for the place that you stood for the man? He said, Yes. When he was finished, he said, Remember this. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Samura bin Jundab narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed over a woman, so he stood at her middle. This hadith is graded Sahih, or authentic. Comments According to this narration, the Imam, while performing the funeral prayer on a male, will stand parallel to the head of the deceased, and in the case of a female, he will stand in the middle. Chapter on what has been related about not performing the funeral salah for the martyr. Abdurrahman bin Ka'b bin Malik narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah informed him that the Prophet peace be upon him had put two men together in one cloth from those who were killed at the battle of Uhud. Then he said, which of them memorized the more of the Quran? When one of them was indicated to him, he put him in the lahd first and said, I am a witness for these people on the day of judgment, and he ordered that they be buried in their blood, and that they not be prayed over, nor washed. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about performing the funeral salah at the grave. A Sha'bani narrated that a Sha'bi said, I was informed by one who saw the Prophet peace be upon him, he peace be upon him, saw a solitary grave, so he lined his companions behind him to pray over it. It was said to him, Al-Sha'bi, who informed you? He said, Ibn Abbas. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Sa'id bin Musayyib narrated, Um Sa'ad died while the Prophet peace be upon him was absent. So when he arrived, he performed salat over her, and a month had already passed. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments If a deceased is buried before the performance of the funeral prayer, or if there are some people who miss the funeral prayer, it is allowed to perform the funeral prayer on the grave, but the imam for the funeral prayer should be a person who has not performed the funeral prayer before for the deceased. This issue is clear and proved from various sahih narrations. See for explanation Ahkam al-Jana'iz, page 112 to 115. Chapter on what has been related about the Prophet, peace be upon him, performing salah for the death of al-Najashi. Imran bin Hussein narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed your brother al-Najashi has died, so stand to perform salah for him. He, Imran, said, We stood and lined up just as the deceased is lined up for, and we prayed for him, just as the deceased is prayed for. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration is a proof that the prayer in the absence of the deceased can be performed. It seems more reasonable to perform the funeral prayer of the deceased only in peculiar circumstances. If the deceased is a prominent and important personality or a great scholar of the Islamic world or he who has rendered services of great value to the nation and community, and people wanted to participate in his funeral prayers, but they missed it for some reason, his funeral prayer can be performed in absence. Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of Salah for a funeral. 
Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever performs the funeral prayer, then he will get a reward equal to a qirat. Whoever follows it until it is buried, then he will get a reward equal to two qirat. One of them, or the least of them, is similar to Uhud, mountain. This was mentioned to Ibn Umar, so he sent a message to Aisha to ask her about that. And she said, Abu Huraira has told the truth. So Ibn Umar said, We have missed many qirat. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments It comes to light in this narration that sometimes elite companions were also unaware of some important narrations, and they consulted Aisha for clarification and confirmation. Chapter on something else about the extent of what is acceptable to fulfill the obligation for following the funeral and carrying it. Abu al-Muhazzim said, I accompanied Abu Huraira for 10 years, and I heard him saying, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Whoever follows a funeral and carries it three times, then he has fulfilled the right that is required from him. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Footnote, Ibn Malik said, meaning he helps those carrying it on the road, then he lets go to catch his breath, then he carries it for some of the road, doing that three times. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi Chapter on what has been related about standing for the funeral procession. Amir bin Rabi'ah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whenever you see a funeral procession, stand up until it goes ahead of you or it is put down. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whenever you see a funeral procession, stand up for it. Whoever follows it, then do not sit down until it is put down. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Hafiz ibn Qayyim writes that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to stand upon seeing a funeral and he ordered his followers as well to stand up on seeing a funeral. But after some time, he kept on sitting when seeing a funeral and he would not stand up for it, meaning that the order for standing up when seeing a funeral is abrogated. Chapter on regarding permission to not stand for the funeral. Mas'ud bin al-Hakim narrated that standing for the funeral procession until it is put down was mentioned. And Ali bin Abi Talib said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood, then later he sat. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Imam Baydawi writes that the words he sat may have been used in two senses. Firstly, in the sense that when the funeral procession passed and went considerably away, he sat down. The second sense is that he used to stand up on seeing a funeral procession but later on, he stopped this practice of standing up. It makes it clear that the orders of standing up on seeing a funeral procession were abrogated. Chapter on what has been related about the saying of the Prophet, peace be upon him, the lahd is for us and the whole is for other than us. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the lahd is for us and the whole is for other than us. This hadith is graded da'if or Weak. Comments. Lahd means a niche hole dug in the side wall of a grave 
for the purpose of placing the deceased in it. While making a sideways niche in the grave, it is to be made sure that when the deceased is placed, his face is facing the qibla. Shaq means a hole made in the earth for burial. It is clear from this narration that making a grave with a lahd is better for Muslims, but it is only possible when the soil is good enough to make a lahd in it. It is not possible to make a lahd in sandy soil. Chapter on what has been related about what is said when putting the deceased in the grave. Ibn Umar narrated, when the Prophet peace be upon him put the deceased in the grave, he said, and Abu Khalid, one of the narrators, said one time, when he placed the deceased in the lahd, he said one time, in the name of Allah, by his command, and upon the millah of the Messenger of Allah. And one time he said, in the name of Allah, by his command, and upon the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the one cloth that is placed under the deceased in the grave. Ja'far bin Muhammad narrated that his father said, The one who made the lahd in the grave of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was Abu Talha. And the one who placed the velvet cloth under him was Shukran, a freed slave of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Ibn Abbas narrated, A red velvet cloth was placed in the grave of the Prophet, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded Sahih, or authentic. Comments Shukran, a freed slave of the Prophet, peace be upon him, placed the sheet of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the grave with him, with the intention to prevent its use by others. But when the other companions came to know, they pulled the sheet out of the grave. It can be inferred from this incident that it is not proper to put any cloth under the shroud. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 2, page 153. Chapter on what has been related about leveling the grave. Abu Wa'il narrated, Ali said to Abu Hayyaj al-Asadi, I am dispatching you with what the Prophet, peace be upon him, dispatched me, that you not leave an elevated grave without leveling it, nor an image without erasing it. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The height of the grave should only be the limit by which it could be assumed that this is a grave. Usually, its height is one hand span. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to tread on graves, sit on them, and pray towards them. Abu Marthad al-Ghanawi narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do not sit on the graves, nor perform salat towards them. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Another chain from Abu Marthad al-Ghanawi from the Prophet, peace be upon him, similar to hadith number 1050, but it does not contain from Idris, and this is what is correct. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is not proper to destroy the graves. Sitting or walking over the graves is also not allowed. Praying or performing prayers facing the graves is unlawful. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to plaster graves and write on them. Jabir narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited plastering graves, writing on them, building over them, and treading on them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is not lawful to make a dome over the grave. 
Constructing a grave with bricks or concrete blocks is also unlawful. Destroying a grave is also unlawful. Plastering a grave with mud is allowed and it is not considered as constructed with bricks or blocks. Chapter on what a man is to say when he enters a graveyard. Ibn Abbas narrated, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, passed by the graves of Al-Medina, so he turned his face towards them and said, Assalamu alaykum ya ahl al-qubur. Yaghfirullahu lana wa lakum. Antum salafuna wa nahnu bil athar. Peace be upon you, O inhabitants of the grave. May Allah forgive us and you. You are our predecessors and we are to follow you. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. See Sahih Muslim, numbers 974, 2255, 2256, and 975, 2275. Comments in this narration, it has been mentioned that the purpose of going to a graveyard is just a reminder of death and to ask Allah's blessings for the dead and for oneself. Nowadays, we see people going to the graves asking their various needs from the dead, which is clear shirk. Chapter on what has been related about the permission to visit the graves. Sulaiman bin Buraida narrated from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I prohibited you from visiting the graves, but Muhammad, peace be upon him, was permitted to visit the grave of his mother. So visit them, for they will remind you of the hereafter. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about women visiting graves. Abdullah bin Abi Mulaika said, Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr died in Al-Hubshi. He said he was carried to Mecca to be buried there. So when Aisha arrived, she went to the grave of Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr and she said, We were like two drinking companions of Jadima for such a long time that they would say they will never part. So when we were separated, it was as if I and Malik, due to the length of unity, never spent a night together. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnotes 1. Al-Hubshi is an area near Mecca. 2. Al-Mubarakah Puri said, in Sharh al-Mughni, Al-Shammani said, this is Tamim bin Nuwayra's, that is, Mu'tamim bin Nuwayra, Al-Tamimi, as mentioned in Al-Isabah, a verse of poetry, eulogizing his brother Malik, who was killed by Khalid bin Al-Walid. And he said, At-Tibi said, this Jadima was a king of Iraq and Mesopotamia, whom the Arabs rallied around while he was the governor of Azaba, And he said about the drinking companions of Jadima, they were Malik and Aqil, and they were his drinking companions and comrades for a period of 40 years. Tuhfat al-Hawadi, Azaba is a city on the banks of the Euphrates as mentioned in Mujam al-Buldan. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked for women to visit the graves. Abu Huraira narrated, Indeed the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, cursed the women who visit the graves. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The purpose of visiting the graves is to understand the finite nature of this life and this world and to prepare oneself to face Allah. If the woman goes to the graves for this purpose, it is allowed. 
but going to graves for making vows is unlawful and strictly prohibited. Chapter on what has been related about burial during the night. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered a grave during the night, so a torch was lit for him. He took it, the deceased, in from the direction of the Qibla, and he said, May Allah have mercy upon you. You are often invoking Allah by reciting the Quran. And he said, Allahu Akbar, four times. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Scholars have inferred from this narration that the burial at nighttime is illegal and making an arrangement of light near the grave is allowed. Most of the people of knowledge agree upon this issue. Sahih Muslim and An Nawawi, Volume 1, page 306. Chapter on what has been related about the praise for the deceased. Anas bin Malik narrated, A funeral procession passed by the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and they were praising him with good statements. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Granted. Then he said, You are Allah's witnesses on the earth. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote. Regarding the statement, You are Allah's witnesses on the earth, See hadiths number 1028 and 1059. Comments This narration gives us the information that if the pious people praise the deceased, it is an indication that the deceased too was a pious person, and the supplications of the pious for the deceased is accepted by Allah by His grace and mercy. Abu al-Aswad al-Dili narrated, I arrived in al-Madinah and while I was sitting with Umar bin al-Khattab, they passed by with a funeral, over a person whom they were praising with good. Umar said, Granted. I said to Umar, What is granted? He said, I said, as the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There is no Muslim about whom three bear witness, except that he is granted paradise. He said, We asked, and two? He said, And two as well. He said, We did not ask the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about one. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Before passing any verdict, Allah has recommended and approved the witness of two pious persons. It means that the verdict can be made on the basis of two witnesses. Similarly, when two Muslims say good remarks about the deceased, their witness is approved before Allah. Good people always stand witness to good people. Chapter on what has been related about the rewards for one whose child dies before him. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Any Muslim who has lost three of his children will not be touched by the fire, except for what will fulfill the oath. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, except for what will fulfill the oath, meaning Allah's oath, Referring to what is mentioned in Surah Maryam, chapter 19, verse 71. Comments In this narration, except for what will fulfill the oath means, Allah's command in Surah Maryam, verse 71, Not one of you will pass over it. Pass over it does not mean to enter hell or going into the fire. It only means to pass by it. Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever has three that precede him in death while they did not reach the age of puberty, 
then they will be a well-fortified fortress for him against the fire. Abu Dhar said, Two preceded me in death, so he, peace be upon him, said, and two. Ubay bin Ka'b, the master reciter, said, I was preceded by one, so he, peace be upon him, said, and one, but that is only at the first stroke of the calamity. This hadith is greater ta'if, or weak. Footnote Regarding the statement, and one, but that is only at the first stroke of the calamity, see hadith number 987. Comments In this narration, it has been mentioned that the children who die as minors will become protection from the fire in the hereafter for their parents. The reason is that parents love their children and they submit to the will of Allah on their death and remain patient. The other reason is that the children are free from accountability due to their innocence. Patience of parents and innocence of children will be a means to paradise. Abdurabbih bin Bariq al-Hanafi said, I heard my grandfather, the father of my mother, Simak bin al-Walid al-Hanafi narrating, that he heard Ibn Abbas narrating, that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Whoever has two predecessors in death among my ummah, then Allah will admit them into paradise. So Aisha said to him, what about one from your ummah who has one predecessor? He, peace be upon him, said, And whoever has one predecessor, O Muwaffaqah. So she said, What about one who does not have a predecessor from your ummah? He said, I am the predecessor for my ummah. You will never suffer in grief for the loss of anyone similar to me. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote O Muwaffaqah means O oh, you fortunate one! Comments Tharat means the person who goes first and makes suitable arrangement for the person arriving later. And the minor child who dies is a Tharat. The child takes the parents to paradise. The Prophet is a Tharat for every individual of his ummah because every Muslim loves him more than his own life. As a minor will not be worried about himself but for his parents, in the same way, the Prophet peace be upon him will be anxious for every Muslim to be admitted into paradise. Chapter on what has been related about who the martyrs are. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The martyrs are five. Those who die of the plague, stomach illness, drowning, being crushed, and the martyr in the cause of Allah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnotes 1. Stomach illness refers to the one who dies from an illness of the stomach like dropsy, etc. Al-Qurtubi said, By stomach, what is meant is dropsy, or diarrhea according to the two views of the scholars. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi 2. Being crushed refers to the one who dies under a collapse. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi Comments a real martyr is one who is martyred in the battlefield fighting for the cause of Allah, and those who have been included in the category of martyrs in this narration are due to their reward. Abu Ishaq al-Sabi'i said, Sulaiman bin Surad said to Khalid bin Urfuta, or Khalid said to Sulaiman, Did you hear the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Whoever is killed by his stomach, then he will not be punished in the grave? One of them said to the other, Yes, this hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments 
Some of the scholars have described this to mean dying by internal illness like diseases of stomach, liver, and heart, etc., because all of these are inside the body. The Arabic word batn means internal and not only stomach. A person dying with internal disease suffers and bears the pangs of pain and lives in the state of fear and hope. In this situation, he is patient with Allah's will and asks his blessings and forgiveness. Allah's mercy saves him from the torment of the grave. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to flee from the plague. Osama bin Zayd narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, mentioned the plague and said, It is an abiding punishment or chastisement that was sent upon a group of the children of Israel. So when it occurs in a land while you are in it, then do not leave it. And when it occurs in a land while you are not in it, then do not enter it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In this narration, Banu Israel means that group of Israel to whom Allah had ordered and enter the gate prostrating. But they entered the gate on their buttocks and the transgressors changed the word from that which had been given to them. So we sent on the transgressors a plague from the heaven. Tuhfat al-Hawaldi, Volume 2, Page 160 Chapter on what has been related about whoever loves to meet Allah, then Allah loves to meet him. Ubadah bin As-Samit narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever loves to meet Allah, then Allah loves to meet him. And whoever dislikes meeting Allah, then Allah dislikes meeting him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Sa'ad bin Hisham narrated that Aisha mentioned that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever loves to meet Allah, then Allah loves to meet him. And whoever dislikes meeting Allah, then Allah dislikes meeting him. She said, O Messenger of Allah, all of us dislike death. He said, It is not like that. But when the believer is given the good news of Allah's mercy, his pleasure, and his paradise, then he loves to meet Allah, and Allah loves to meet him. Whereas when the disbeliever is given the news of Allah's punishment and his wrath, he dislikes meeting Allah, and Allah dislikes meeting him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is proven from this narration that liking and disliking to meet Allah depends not only on the normal lifestyle, but also on the state of mind at the time of the last breath when good news of mercy of Allah or bad news of punishment is conveyed. Chapter on what has been related about the funeral prayer is not performed for a person who killed himself. Jabir bin Samurah narrated, A man killed himself, so the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not perform salah over him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Committing suicide is prohibited in Islam. Respected scholars should not participate in the funeral and burial rituals of a person who committed suicide. Such a base and unlawful action should be discouraged by all the society and especially by the elites. Chapter on what has been related about prayer over the indebted. Abdullah bin Abi Qatada narrated from his father that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was brought a deceased man to perform salah over. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Pray for your companion, for indeed he had a debt upon him. Abu Qatada said, It shall be upon me. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, To pay it off? He said, To pay it off. So he performed the prayer for him. 
This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is clear from this narration that the responsibility of the debt of the deceased can be taken by someone who wants to pay it off on his behalf. Abu Huraira narrated, A deceased man would be brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, while a debt was due upon him. So he would say, Has he left anything to pay off his debt? If he was told that he had left something to pay it, then he would pray the funeral prayer for him. Otherwise, he would tell the Muslims, Pray for your companion. So when Allah granted him the victories, he stood and said, I am more worthy in the case of the believers than they themselves are. So whoever among the believers dies and leaves a debt behind, then it is up to me to fulfill it. And whoever leaves wealth behind, then it is for his heirs. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As the Prophet, peace be upon him, is kinder to every Muslim more than his own self, so it is obligatory on every individual of the Ummah to follow him sincerely. Chapter on what has been related about the punishment in the grave. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When the deceased, or he said, when one of you, is buried, two angels, black and blue-eyed, come to him. One of them is called Al-Munkar and the other Al-Nakir. They say, What did you used to say about this man? So he says what he was saying before death. He is Allah's slave and his messenger. I testify that none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is his slave and his messenger. So they say, We knew that you would say this. Then his grave is expanded to seventy by seventy cubits. Then it is illuminated for him. Then it is said to him, Sleep. So he says, Can I return to my family to inform them? They say, Sleep as a newlywed, whom none awakens but the dearest of his family, until Allah resurrects him from his resting place. If he was a hypocrite, he would say, I heard people saying something, so I said the same. I do not know. So they say, We knew you would say that. So the earth is told, Constrict him. So it constricts around him, squeezing his ribs together. He continues being punished like that until Allah resurrects him from his resting place. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments If the deceased is a true Muslim, it is obvious as he declared and testified to the prophethood of Muhammad, peace be upon him, in this world. Then Allah gives him help and guidance to testify to the prophethood of Muhammad in the grave, and the angels will know the answer from his happy face. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When a person dies, he is shown his place both in the morning and the evening. If he is one of the people of paradise, he is shown his place among the people of paradise. And if he is one of the people of the fire, he is shown his place among the people of the fire. Then it is said to him, This is your place until Allah resurrects you on the day of judgment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the reward for one who consoles a person with an affliction. Abdullah narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever consoles a person with an affliction, then he gets the same reward as him. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Though this narration is weak, it is true that preaching and asking others to do good deeds brings reward for the preacher. Chapter on what has been related about one who died on Friday. 
Abdullah ibn Amr narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No Muslim dies on the day of Friday, nor the night of Friday, except that Allah protects him from the trials of the grave. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This narration shows that Allah has aggrandized the status of some special periods of time in the ordinary flow of time. Time in the sense of hours and days, months and so on. The day of Friday and the night of Friday is higher in status as compared to other days of the week. This status is given by Allah Himself out of His mercy. Chapter on what has been related about hastening the funeral. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to him, O Ali, three are not to be delayed, Salah when it is due, the funeral when it is presented, and marriage for the single woman when someone compatible is found. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration tells us that it is not proper to make any delay in doing virtuous deeds. Chapter on Something else related about the virtue of consoling. Abu Barza narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever consoles a bereaved mother, he will be clothed with a burd in paradise. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote Regarding burd, see hadiths number 859 and 996. Comments Comforting and consoling an afflicted person and advising him to be patient and to put his trust in Allah are acts of great reward. Chapter on what has been related about raising the hands for the funeral prayer. Abu Huraira narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allahu Akbar, over the deceased. So he raised his hands with the first takbir and he placed his right hand over his left. This hadith is graded ta'if or Weak. Comments. Raising the hands on the first takbir of the funeral prayer is unanimously agreed upon. As for the rest of the takbirat, there is difference of opinion. Chapter on what has been related about the believer's soul is suspended by his debt until it is settled for him. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer's soul is suspended by his debt until it is settled for him. This hadith is graded Hassan or Good. In another chain, Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer's soul is suspended by his debt until it is settled for him. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments As the debt is the right of people, so its payment is a must and everyone should try to pay it in his lifetime. This hadith exhorts the Muslims to help in the payment of debt of the deceased.